Hey, this is Dan Harmon from The Real Community. You're listening to Shut Up Leonard. Was that was that crass? Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Uh, the, hey, Alex Machina, good on you. You made our theme song, and we appreciate that. Thanks. And we can find you at slackery.com. Uh, we watched, this is a biggie today. This is the season two yeah, this finale. Is, it's the, it's also, it is the 24th yeah. episode of the second season. Yeah. And, and it, it is, is entitled... For a few paintballs more. Nailed it. Uh, and this is clearly... Uh, the title is at least a reference to the, the first part of the two-part finale. Yeah, which was A Fistful of Paintballs. Now, how do you think they would have gone for the third? The good, the bad, and the paintball? No, that's dumb. No, that is dumb. Maybe that's why they didn't do a three. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's exactly why. That's the only reason why. Uh, but... The good, the bad, and the dean? As you'll... Mm, that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> as you'll find out as we as we talk, this episode is not Western themed. No, uh, there's a genre genre switch. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, they go from Correct. Western to I mean Star Wars. Yes, <laughs> this is the genre. Yeah, and we have a I have a quick addendum. Oh, okay. To last week's episode. Yes. Uh, I you you said something, oh. and I. Agreed with you, okay. foolishly. We were both fools. Okay. When we uh, described Troy's uh, outfit, you described it as like Marty McFly in Back to the Future 3. I said it wasn't quite that, but it was a little, you know, garish for a cowboy outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we should have recognized, in fact, Uh-oh. that he was dressed exactly like uh, Cleavon Little in Blazing Saddles. Oh, God. A movie that I love, and yet I did not recognize that, and I apologize. And I, I learned this... When I, on the, the season two DVD, there's like a 20 minute documentary about the paintball episode. Oh, okay. And in this, uh, uh, uh Don Glover pointed that out specifically. And that's Th- how that, I realized, that was on oh, purpose. That, oh yeah, of course. Okay. He's dressed like Black Bart from Blazing Saddles. Uh, then, then, uh, I have to ask the, I have to ask the question. Mm-hmm. Would it count for CFL points? I'm going to say yes, it would, since okay. it was intentionally that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, on set, they referred to him as Colonel Mustard, fun fact, because it's all yellow that <laughs> Okay. Um, so yeah, little addendum from last week. Uh, but yes, as we'll get into in a in a moment, uh, everyone everyone kind of well most I would say no not even most a few people change their costumes in yeah. certain specific ways yes to match the new genre yes. Um, but this episode was written by Hillary Winston. Yes, the great Hillary Winston. Mm-hmm. Which every time I say her name, I always say I think we liked her episodes. And yeah. So I'm gonna say. We do. We definitely liked her episodes. No, I've I have said in the past we definitely liked her episodes. Um. So this this episode is just it's part two of she, Paintballs. Did you did, what? fun fact about Hillary Winston? Oh, okay, that is making me reconsider some things. She, did you know she uh, she was the one who adapted Bad Teacher for television? Oh. Like she's the creator of the TV show. Huh. 
which makes me want to not write that off immediately. But it is, it's already canceled, right? Oh yes. I I couldn't remember if that ever even came out. But uh, I think it got two or three in, and then it was out. But yeah, Hillary Winston created that, so I don't know. Maybe maybe watch those two and three. Give it a second chance. It's got some pedigree. All right. So this this episode. Apologize I, for the dog noises <laughs> happening in the background. My my dog is scratching herself loudly. I think that's probably showing up for you guys. I I don't know if I'd call this a direct continuation, more or less. I would. Why, yeah. would, why wouldn't you? I don't know. We're, we're whatever Troy and Abed are doing. They're like running somewhere, and I don't remember us leaving them running somewhere. I mean, all right. Okay. We well, left with with City College and their stormtroopers invading the school. Yes. So we have to pick up this first scene back because it is now a two-parter, two separate episodes. Yeah, and it is a little, it's, it's a little, this is uh, uh, one of the more direct kind of homages to Star Wars. Yeah. And then Star Wars starts out, you know, two two figures walking down a hall and then the Darth Vader, and then Darth Vader shows up. <laughs> Here we have Troy and Ovid walking down the hall and then the Darth Vader figure shows up, which yes. is Dean Spreck in the ice cream outfit. The ice cream outfit and even takes off the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> the whole deal. Um, So they, they... They're sparring with the red-haired guy. Do you, yes. did, do you remember if he was ever named? Because uh, he showed up with Troy's football team and a couple other times. I want to say, and don't quote me on this. I'm going to quote you because you're going to say Doug. I was going to say Rusty. Oh, okay. I tried to read your mind. <laughs> did not work. No. Uh, I'm going to look that up presently. Okay. Uh, so Troy and Abed are clearly in... Uh, they're, they've altered their costumes already a little bit. Yeah. Uh, all that Troy had to do was take off his uh, button-down shirt, yeah. and he was just in kind of a tank, a tank top. And what? What is? Why does Abred look different? I mean, at some point he picks up the vest. He took off his poncho. Oh, he took off. He the was poncho. wearing a poncho, and he had a poncho and a hat in the last episode that he has now removed. Yeah. Uh, so then we get to the so so the dean comes. Bill in. is the man's name. Ooh, nice. Uh, the 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 dean is there. He gets shot by some paintballs from the stormtroopers. Uh, while trying out better hiding, Dean Spreck reveals himself and explains to the Dean what's going on. Yes. Uh, there's a, there's a great line here. Oh, hold on though. I have some more information. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, the only episode in which he's actually credited as Bill though, is this one. Oh. And he's never referred to as Bill. Nope. He's just credited that way. And Bill is also his real name. So I don't know. I don't know how canon that is that his name is Bill. I'll take it. Can I run through what he's credited? He has a different credit in each episode. Can I run through One of them must be red haired guy. No. Oh. In Football, Feminism, and You, which was also written by Hillary Winston, okay. he is credited as football player. In Politics of Human Sexuality, he is listed as Condom Water Balloon Man. Yeah. Uh, in Pascal's Triangle Revisited, he is uh, listed as Young Guy. <laughs> in The Psychology of Letting Go, he is Dude Number One. Huh. In Messianic Myths and Ancient Peoples, he is Student Number One. Okay. An upgrade from Dude. And then in For a Few Paintballs More, he is Bill. And this was the last episode he was officially credited in. <laughs> that's a lot of episodes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the whole that's the whole story on Bill. All right, Bill Parks is his real is his full name in real life. Uh, the dean uh, Dean Spreck has a great line here that he he kind of whispers into Dean Pelton's ear. Yeah. Do you, Do you remember? I wrote it down. It's uh, a great line. I remember the gist of the scene. I do not remember the, ex- I, the exact. I want to say this line. You haven't seen. How mean this dean can be in? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I love. Our dean's reaction to that. Yeah, I'm calling him our dean. I'm getting a little. Oh, he's definitely our dean. 
Um, he is a super turned on. Yeah. Even though this man is trying to destroy the school. Well, because Dean loves power. He, yeah. Um, and then after after he kind of has a moment to to get a hold of himself from the wave of, of eroticism, he says, "Did you say Bean?" <laughs> <laughs> but I like that this is. I think this is a, this is now canon that this is a Dean thing where they like to say their they they make their name rhyme with stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's what Deans do. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, Troy and Abed escape uh-huh. then. In an escape pod. They land on a remote uh, yep. desert planet. Uh, Dean Sprague decides not to shoot them down because they, they can't, they don't scan any life forces on the pod. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, w- wait, I can't, now I can't decide in my head who, which one's which. I can't decide in <laughs> my head which one's which. Uh, Both ways it works and it's beautiful. Um, no, I'm going to say Abed is, is 3PO. Yeah, that's what I went to first. But then I thought how great it would be the other way. Yeah. No, I think Abed is 3 people. Okay. Sure. <laughs> so Abed keeps saying, I don't know, we probably shouldn't go. And, yeah. uh, and Troy's like, beep, beep, boop, beep. Well, Troy knows the right way to go, but Abed won't <laughs> listen to him. And then Troy gets kidnapped by Jawas. <laughs> yeah. I, you mean um, the old man gang? I don't know. Let's start making more parallels. Let's, let's, let's just move on. Okay. Um, so they, they do a, a, a scroll. Yes. Uh, a short opening, scroll. A short scroll. Um, oh, excuse me. The, the episode number matches in yeah, ruminal, 25. ruminal, ruminal form. XX. No, Roman v. numeral. I was combining it together. XXV. IV. 10, 10. IV. Four. I was thinking this was episode 25, but you're absolutely correct. It That's is wishful thinking. Episode 24. Or wishful drinking. Episode 25. Later. Anyway. Carrie Fisher, shout yeah. out. Uh, I have written down what it says. What does it say? It is a dark time for Greendale. Then I want to point out, the, the City College is all in caps here. City College has invaded the campus paintball game. And Pierce Hawthorne is all in caps. Pierce Hawthorne has been kicked out of the study group. Let's not draw this out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's just like a, a quick summary. I yeah. don't think it, I, I don't even know. It, like uh, we'll catch him up. Yeah. If you even needed a catch up. But also, you know, it keeps with the theme of the episode. Oh, so yeah. Little, totally little works. It's great. Uh, and then we see a briefing scene. Yep. 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 Abed Troy, the group, which includes Magnitude, Starburns. I kind of wish I could have gotten higher there, but I Annie, couldn't quite make it happen. Jeff is reluctantly standing in the back. Yeah. Leonard. Leonard. Uh, a character that we're going to talk about in a second. Paranormal. Yeah. Um,. So I like how there, there's a Abed's, he's talking about how the genre has switched and yeah. uh, he says, right now we're an alliance of rebels. Yes. <laughs> I like that wording of it. Yeah. Um, and they, they, they reveal that uh, they, they talk about, they reveal what happened with the Black Rider. Yes. And how City College has ringers, uh-huh. which therefore must mean that they are obligated to give the winner $100,000. Yeah. So they have to band together. And agree that whoever wins will donate the money to the school to save the school. Which nobody likes. But... Eventually they agree to. Of course. Because Jeff. Jeff. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll get to Jeff. that. But uh, before that, what happens is, uh, so no one's really into it. Uh, Troy says, we got to do this, right, Abed? And then Abed says, whatever, man, I'm in this for number, I'm looking after number one. Uh, which, <laughs> I don't need which, your hokey religion. <laughs> yeah. He, he quotes wholesale Han Solo. He does. Uh, which upsets Troy because this was your plan. But uh, Abed says he's got to get the Han Solo roll before Jeff naturally slouches into it. Uh-huh. Which makes sense. That's, that's quick thinking by... Uh, uh, Abed, and then so, Troy tries to be the leader. Yeah, but before that, Abed takes uh, Starburn's vest. 
Yeah. Uh, because Han Solo wears a vest. He calls him Laser Breath. Which I wrote down because Laser Breath is an interesting insult. Because w- what, what do you imagine a laser smells like? I picture it as a very neutral smell. I think if I could describe one thing that I would want my breath to smell like... It would be lasers. Well, I think it smells. I think it smells like burning. And I think what he. I mean, do you do you not get the? I mean, is a mar- marijuana reference? No, I think it's quite literally saying like Abed is is living in the space world where he can shoot someone with lasers, and the implication is if you don't agree with me, I'm going to shoot you with a laser, and you're going to smell like lasers, which is burning. All right, I think you're going a little too far with this. I think it's just like you know what what sounds like a cheesy sci-fi insult, like well, yeah, much like scruffy looking nerf herder. Yeah, uh, and then what with laser breath. But I, I picture uh, laser as a very clean smell. Maybe a little bit of ozone, a little bit of that smell in there. You don't know what lasers do? They heat things. Yeah. But heat does not have a smell, Andrew. Burning has a smell. Yeah, but what are you burning? Human flesh. Not necessarily. Why are you assuming that human flesh is getting burnt? Because it's breath. It's in your mouth. I'm not. I'm not. That's... There's a laser in your mouth. No, listen, Andrew. Fire. There's fire. Yeah. And then there's smoke. Yeah. Those are two different things. Where there's smoke, there's fire. True. But I wouldn't describe the smell of smoke as the smell of fire. I'm going to tell you there's a distinct difference that I'm aware of, mm-hmm. and maybe you're not. What's that? Uh, between the smell of smoke and the smell of, like, uh, heat or fire. I don't know how to describe it. What is this? I, I can't quite describe what the difference is, but I, I know the difference when I smell it. But what I'm saying is the smell, we're Neither talking about pleasant. the smell of lasers itself. Yeah, not the smell of the thing the laser. I mean, is you're talking. Then you're talking about the smell of light, yeah. and that's just that doesn't exist. You're being dumb. Well, I'm what I'm saying way. is, that's why this insult is weird. Yeah, and why it is my place to imagine the smell of light that does not exist. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you right now. Moving on, Troy assumes the role of leader. Yeah, um, and Jeff, even though he he's still kind of in the back texting on his phone, he shoots down Troy's plan, which is a. Uh, some kind of this is a earliest example of the friction between Jeff and Troy. Something we would see a lot more in season three mm-hmm. of uh, Troy trying to be an adult and and Jeff sort of uh, not wanting that to happen because he doesn't want competition. Yeah, uh, is this is this how early uh, Troy has his plan of drawing troops away from the thing no, or no? That's later. that's later. Okay. Yeah. Um, Ooh, and then hit the mic stand. I don't know if that registered. Well, then so magnitude speaks up. Yeah, he says first of all, pop pop. If, uh-huh. Obviously. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, yeah, he, whatever. And then he said, what is his thing? I forget. He says... He doesn't want I'm, to... He on. says, I'm a, a one-man one party. party. Something. Yeah. That that relates to something. And that's why he can't join the Alliance. Yes. And then Paradox is this new character. Well, no, no, because then, then Troy says something like, well, yeah, that's a Paradox. And then Abed says something, and then for some reason they added this new character called Paradox who says, I agree to disagree. Yeah. I don't, you don't like Paradox, is what I, you're saying. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm actively on the side against Paradox. That's interesting. Uh, I, I would say about a year ago, Here or less than a year ago, I was doing some Wikipedia-ing on the community Wikipedia, whatever sure. that one's called, and uh, I came across the entry for Paradox, had zero memory of him. Mm. And then just even reading about him, it made no sense to me. And now I've seen the scene for a second and third time because of our, our we watch it and then we watch the commentary. S- still no effect on me. Like I just don't. I don't think it's funny. I, the character doesn't make any sense to me. I like, and on the commentary, they were like, "We got to bring this guy back," and I was like, "I why?" 
no, I like Paradox. I'm a Paradox defender. Ugh. I see. But you also don't like Magnitude. I mean, I can grow to You're like You're also magnitude. some kind of insane Magnitude hater. I've grown to like him. But I, in, I wasn't... I wasn't initially pro-Magnitude. Mostly because, if you recall, in the political party episode, mm-hmm. he and Leonard debated, and I'm I'm Team Leonard. This is that thing where you're an idiot, I feel, <laughs> and you can't separate uh, disliking a character from not liking seeing a character. You're the kind of fool who would watch a reality show and vote off the crazy guy because he, he, I don't like this person. He is rude and, and uncouth. But that's why the show is interesting. Andrew. See, but I could find joy in a crazy, uncouth person. But what I'm saying is... I'd vote off a boring You person. don't like the character Magnitude because he went up against Leonard and you like Leonard. But that's... that you Leonard needs someone to go up against, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And John and so, Ralphio was a great character on Parks and Rec. So that means if, John, if Leonard needs someone to go up against, as a fan of Leonard, mm-hmm. I must be with him in not liking who he doesn't like. No, you enjoy the show. That's the whole point, Andrew. It's like sports. Yeah, and a sports. You, you, all right, but you. But that's. It's not like sports because you're saying you actively don't like Magnitude as a character, and you didn't want him to be on the show. Well, I've grown to like because he's he's You've expanded grown to beyond like beyond the pop pop. That's his biography. Anyway, I see Paradox as a character. Uh, and what was what was what was what he says? I agree to disagree. Like what is that the joke? The listen. The joke is that he is a magnitude-like character, yeah, who just uh, refuses to uh, take a firm stance on anything. And it how just, is that a paradox? It well, I mean, it's not, a lot of things in culture that are paradoxes that are not actually paradoxes. He's a character like magnitude, who has his one thing, and he's just it kind of hints at, at that there are that magnitude is just our version of this character that we see interacting with our group. But there are other magnitude-like characters populating the school. It hints at a larger world, and I enjoy that. All right. <laughs> uh, what's next? Oh, so I think it's in this scene. What is going on here? What'd you do? I have a Leonard line, and I don't know where it is. Is it a little rascal line? No, but I think it's near that line. Okay. Where he says, and I didn't know they could say this word on network television. Here we go, I'm ready. He says, taint. Yeah, that's not a bad word. That is a... What was the situation? You thought crud was worse than crap? Have we talked about that on air? Uh, I think I only had that stance because there was a friend of mine who believed it was. (laughs) I feel like you grew up in a weird world where where the severity of swear words... Was just mixed up and crazy. Can't they can't even say balls on TV? Can they? You can say Have they changed on, that? You can say balls on TV. I are you sure? They talked about balls on wrestling recently. <laughs> Wrestling's not TV. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, no, I mean it's not like ABC or NBC. You can say balls on TV. What can't they say? There's a word that they can't say that I'm shocked they can't say, and it's like balls. I mean, tits for a while you couldn't say. I think you can say tits now. It was on the Colbert Report. He made a thing about how he couldn't say a word, and I, I remember it was like a whole segment of words he couldn't say. Uh, you know, I and it was I like balls. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you can say balls. And it just, I, I mean, there like, are certain like you can't, you can't say balls like five. Like there's limits. You can say balls once, twice. You're pushing it three times. No way. Well, we've already crossed the balls line on this show. Uh, there are no we're on the on, internet. There are no rules on podcasts. Yeah. We can say whatever the fuck we want. Well, this mean, is late night explicit content on BendyNetwork.com. This is uh, 
uncharted territory. Uh, but the the I I thought Taint would be too much for TV. Well, that's like you know. Let's not forget that uh, piss was one of the seven words you can never say on television for George Carlin, uh-huh. which stands in stark contrast to the rest of them. But at the time, you could not say it. There was always some. There's always one weird non-swear that gets thrown in with the swear words you can't say on TV. Whatever thinking, time you're in, th- this this one. Look at those. Look at the seven words. Do you recall off the top of your head the seven words you can never say on television? No, I don't think I've ever heard that. Oh, it's actually. a great bit. But I I have them memorized. It's shit, piss, motherfucker, cocksucker. Uh, no shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Jesus. Now other like now look at those in that list. Piss really stands out as not such a bad word. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Uh, but at the time, it was it, for TV at least. It was considered just as as wrong to say, and I think I think that's true of any era of television. Is there's always some weird with some network, some executive who probably grew up like you and says we can't say crud on TV. That's like saying motherfucker. <laughs> what I'm gonna tell you, we I'm gonna say we've really expo- earned our explicit tag. <laughs> yeah, uh, is that in my mind. Um, anyway, I do remember the context that Leonard says that line. By the way, okay, we'll get to that. I want to. I want to break down why I was so shocked. Okay. Uh, first of all, the joke taint is literally inches, literally right next to asshole. But also, yeah. <laughs> um, the the whole thing of the, I don't want to be that person, but think of the kids. <laughs> and a community airs at eight o'clock on a Thursday night. Yeah. I don't think it's unreasonable that maybe maybe a kid watches what was it the office what played before community uh community had a good lead in for a while not when they were at eight when they were because they, they were at nine at oh one did point. they open it they were at nine at one point and they were at eight thirty. Uh. but eight is the beginning of nbc's prime like but like seven thirty is like it's not the wheel news? of fortune because wheel of fortune's on it it's the news on abc but uh-huh. uh it's it's like one of those shows it's the news yeah. or something like that so i just think it's 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 not an unreasonable time to expect why is but taint is not that bad a word? It's it's what else do you call that area? We, I mean, you hate children, but let's 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 assume that someone you know, you have friends with kids, sure, and you have the movie Friends with Kids, yeah. But and their child asks that them, hey, what's a taint? How do you think they would respond? Well, what are you supposed to call that area? It's a part of the human body, Andrew. The human body is a beautiful thing. We should be expressive. <laughs> But I, what else, I'm asking I don't want to genuinely, call out the person I'm thinking of specifically. What else do you... Well, you're thinking of Richard Urban, surely, who said taint on, <laughs> no, in front of the of, nation's of, children. Of a, a person we know. Uh, who said taint in front of a kid? No, who who I think would be horrified if their child asked oh. them what a taint is. Well, that's, you know, who cares? All right. People out there will be horrified over anything. If you don't want your kid to hear the word taint, don't let them watch Community. Because you know what? There's other stuff as bad as taint on this show. Well, I'd say a lot of other shows have way worse than Taint. Oh, yeah. I think Taint is tame compared to what goes on everywhere else on television. Yeah, so why are you upset? But I'm just shocked that that's... Because I know the way that televisions run. Yeah. And I think that they wouldn't let Taint through. Well, they did. And I'm proud that they did. So I was wondering if this was some kind of... Maybe you had information about a special DVD uh, edit or something. A special Taint loophole. <laughs> Uh, no, I just think taint is not that bad. Okay, let's work. get into the context of why he said taint. Okay, so uh, in discussing the plan, uh, they talked about how they've already lost, the school's already destroyed. Yeah. And they say, yeah, but we still have a chance to hit him where it hurts. Oh, right. And then Leonard says, the balls? <laughs> and then uh, Troy says, no. And then he says, right below the balls? Uh, and then Troy says, no. And then, and then Leonard says, I think it's called the taint. Yeah. And actually, Leonard does have another word for it that I can't remember. He's like, in my day, we called it a grundle or something. 
Really? I don't think it's Grundle, but it's something. I would have written that down, I think. Uh, he definitely, he says something. I don't remember that at all. Mm, I don't remember either, unfortunately. We'll give you an update next week. Uh, so, my next note is about a poster that we see in the halls. I have a note about a, f- I don't know when the, when the City College flag goes up, but I have a note about that. We're going to talk about it. I didn't realize until this viewing that the City College flag is a dick. In the oh same way that what? the Greendale flag is an asshole. Yeah. The City College flag is totally a dick because it's two it's two small buildings and then one large oh. pointed building in the middle of them. And then the way that they're raising the flag. It's like it's going into the butthole. Oh. I wrote down flag sex on here. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, yeah, they said tainted and then two minutes later they did that. So uh, Also, uh, I think we, we, we weren't sure last week. Uh, it is the tag from last week is made up of direct footage from yes. this week. The, the Dean Sprecks voiceover is in the episode, perhaps edited for the tag. I don't think it's a, in the exact same order that he says everything. Uh, and then I think the footage is edited specially so that we see a little bit more juicy parts. But yes. there is the De- Dean Spreck talking on the intercom over parts where the stormtroopers are taking over the school. Correct. Uh, so that the tag is part of this episode as well. And looking, by the way, and looking for, uh, wait, what? Oh, he says taint again later in the episode, it seems. Well, he really liked that word. All right, let's, uh, what, do you, what, what's, what's up? What poster. was the poster? Poster. What was it about? Was it, was it about? Well, it's, it's, it's a trap. The, the two stormtroopers oh, come yeah, down, that, they see know, a poster, yeah. and then they get shot through the poster. Uh, that poster features Dan Harmon on it. D- Dan Harmon with a mustache. No beard, just a mustache. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, it's Dan Harmon sort of posing with the human being. Yeah, it's like he's a student. Yeah, it's they're pretty, making it's fun great. of uh, the the catchphrase of Greendale. You 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 already accepted. Yeah. Uh, my next note, I think, has to do with Jeff and and Troy's separate plans. Okay. Uh, I know I'm missing segments here. Well, I, I I my next note is about that scene as well. So okay. Fuck off to those segments. I'm sorry. Sorry. Well, segments. I know in between them we 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 see Pierce has been captured by uh, oh yeah City College whole, forces. Yeah, he tried to charge a few of them for uh, uh bathroom privileges for a poop, and then uh, he he said he had he promised information on Jeff Winger. <laughs> he said um, so he, they brought him to Dean Sprackens. Well, when he comes into the office, they say, "Tell him what you told me. Don't shoot." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Dean Sprack says, "Good, shoot him." <laughs> yeah, but then he promises the information on Jeff. Uh, which he gives him, which Spreck recognizes as a leader among the Greendale students. We didn't talk oh, about yeah. magnitude sacrifice. There's a magnitude way. sacrifice scene. I forgot we never got around to that. So after Troy lays we out his plan, we talked a lot about taints. We did. After Troy lays out his plan, and uh, and and Jeff kind of shoots down, we see a uh, a little remote controlled device uh, come in. It's got yeah. a paint balloon attached to it and a camera, and uh, everyone runs away except for one brave soul, and that is magnitude, and he bravely throws himself on the grenade. And it explodes on his chest. He has a nice death scene with him and Troy where he says, Pop. And Troy says, Pop what? What is he trying to say? Uh, that's good stuff. Uh, and then uh, they, uh, the, camera phone at the, camera, the camera on the device has a microphone, which Jeff used to speak to Dean Sprack, and Dean Sprack speaks to him over the uh, intercom, or the PA. Uh, and it is and revealed. that's how he knows that Jeff is the leader. Yeah, and it is revealed in this moment that it's not just getting shot by a paintball gun, but any amount Anytime of Anytime paint gets on you. You're out. Yeah. Uh, so my, my note about the later, uh, 
there so there's two plans. There's the yes. Jeff plan and the Troy plan. Yeah. Uh Jeff wants to get a big group and just go charge the paint gatling gun. Yeah. And Which some, I, I like some, that they describe in the commentary how Troy has like a smart thought out plan and Jeff's plan is just the thing that looks the coolest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and I think part of Jeff's plan makes sense. I mean, you're yeah. going to have some casualties, but someone, if you get enough people, someone will make it and be able to take the gun. Yeah, and then once you have the gun, you have the power. Yeah, and once you have the power, you get the money. <laughs> once you get the money, you get the girls. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> We're spinning out of control. <laughs> <clears throat> Troy's plan involves luring um, the troops, the stormtroopers, into the library. Yeah. And then he will rig paint. Using in, his plumbing skills. Using his plumbing skills. His super plumbing skills. Yes. He will rig uh, the fire. The sprinklers. Fire sprinklers to, when they go off, shoot out paint instead of water. Yeah. Orange paint, which I know you loved. Great. Loved it. I, I had a CFL hypothetical, and now that I look at it, I think it's dumb, but okay. I wrote it down. I thought it was good at the time. Here we go. Uh, when Troy references his super plumbing skills, is that enough to get him callback points? In, here's here's what's interesting is this. Yeah. In this episode, I would say it does. Yeah. But in later episodes, it became part of the running plot. Uh-huh. So I think those kind of references in future episodes would not count. Okay. But since it had not become a running plot line yet, uh-huh. I think in this instance, it would count. Okay. Okay. Uh, and, it, you know, if you don't know what the CFL is, go look it up. Go to CFL.com and learn about Canadian football. Probably that's probably what that is. No, it's uh, a... <laughs> How do you always have a cat in your room that's hiding? Well, because the cat... I, sorry for the for the listeners. The cat actually gets inside the box spring of my bed. It always, There's it's a always hole a under there that I tried to patch up and she reopened. The And, and she likes to go inside of the bed. We're in a room with a closed door and, and reemerge And reemerge at certain points. Oh, she also has uh, access to portal technology. <laughs> that's You know, that's what I thought. Uh, she's, she's the Cheshire cat. So, what were we talking about? Paint? Uh, go to see community com. Uh, or even, I think we said at benvnetwork.com slash CFL. Yeah, that'll be on there. Uh, cause that'll be coming back with the return of, of community with season six. Yes. The community fantasy league. Uh, will return. Will return. In Goldeneye. In Goldeneye. Thank you. Um, <laughs> do you know that, uh, do you know there's a, there's a, there's a bit of a goof up on one of the Roger Moore bonds where it says he's going to return in. He's gonna return. It's in in um in uh which one in the Spy Who Loved Me. It says he's gonna return in I, I forget what it says uh, like A View to a Kill, mm-hmm. but the next movie is Moonraker. Oh, because they got so gung ho about Star Wars, they're like, well, obviously we got to put out Moonraker now. Huh? So it it has the wrong movie at the end of uh, I had forgotten that. Uh, end of Spy Who Loved Me. Fun fact: This is James Bonding with Matt and Andrew. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> no, I can't do, do it. it. I can't do the Bone Storm theme. Go to jamesbondingpod.com. Google James Bonding Podcast. Find out what the hell I'm talking about. It's a great show. Check great it show. Out. Uh, so the two the two plans. Who who tells them to do both? Because someone says Annie, oh, Annie tells them to do both. Yes. Oh, because okay. So Abed has been doing his his Han Solo act uh, on Annie specifically. Well, yeah, and also I should say uh, in. Uh, it, it, there was a scene before this that I don't that I think was before this. Yeah. Where he's kind of trying to Han Solo romancer. Yeah. And Shirley interrupts a la C3PO. Yeah. Uh, which is great. Although I was kind of disappointed that he didn't say thank you very much, Shirley. Which is what Han says when 3PO interrupts him. I would have enjoyed that, but it was not meant to be. 
so yeah, so Annie, she she's uh she's way into this uh, whole game. Well, she and, and she at first she's not into it. Yeah, which I kind of like because it, it play it's like this weird meta thing where it plays out like the Star Wars thing, like that scene in Star Wars where. You know, she says, uh, you know, you're, you're, my hands are dirty. Uh, you're, you're a scoundrel. I don't want you. You need a scoundrel. And in this version, it's, you, this is immature, Abed. And he says, you need a little immaturity. <laughs> it, it works out really well. Uh, so by the time they're doing the planning, she's into it, mm. is the point. Um, and I, this is where the little rascals line, line happens, which yes. I, which I love and I want to talk about. I think, I think it's one of the ways that, uh, Jeff shoots down, um, Troy's plan. He says, we're not the little rascals. And Leonard just says, "I was," <laughs> which is great. And also, when do you? Maybe you know this. When did what? Did they call themselves Little Rascals within the shorts? Because I know it was, it was called Our Gang back then. In in what context were they actually referred to as the Little Rascals? You know, it's interesting because clearly they must have been known as Little Rascals because that was the movie. Yeah, the movie was called the the '90s film. Yeah, was called Little Rascals. Yeah, and that wouldn't have made any sense if if nobody knew them as that from this from the old stuff yeah because it was clearly they were all supposed to be the old our gang yeah but was it was the little rascals something they called themselves in the shorts or was it maybe it was the fam parents families they said hey you little, little rascals ras- maybe uh and they said I've, no I've we're Wiki- our gang i've got wikipedia up here which says our gang also known as the little rascals or hal roach's rascals See, I don't, I don't know where that name first came from. Um, answers on a postcard, if you do. To okay. Shut up, Leonard. Podcast. At we should just ask Richard Erdman. Yeah, I'm sure he, he's got this. He was one. I don't uh, think that's accurate. No, but that's a, it's a funny idea. Yeah. He has a lot of good lines this episode. I'm remembering a line he has later that I didn't write down. And yeah. Should have. Yeah, he does. Uh, all right. So the the group split up to do their subsequent plans. Yes. Um. Oh, there's a deleted scene here. Do we yes. want to talk about that now? With Star, with Star Burns. Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about the one with Shirley. Oh, yeah. That's, that is in the scene. That's sorry. now. Yeah. The Star Burns is in a minute. You know what threw me? <laughs> Star Burns minute. What threw me is on the, the, the DVD. Yeah. They're showing the reverse order. It yes. shows the Star Burns scene first. I know what you're talking about. And that threw me. Yeah. So in this scene where they're trying to set up the plan for what they're going to do, yeah. Shirley is seen contemplating shooting herself with the paintball gun so she can go home to her so kids. she can go home yeah and uh britta talks her down well sort of they they britta it, it just turns into a shouting match well yeah which then pounds out to the moment when they're all yelling at each other yeah but sure uh britta at least distracts her enough that she doesn't doesn't go through with the plan um oh, uh, so then annie pipes in and they decide to do both plans yeah is the point who do you want to cover first i we sh- i think we sh- let's cover the library and then we'll hop over to the other people okay uh, so the library plan is... Oh, there's a bit with Pierce here that I want to talk about that's immediately next. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Spreck is frustrated with Pierce because uh, he, he's not giving him any real information on Jeff. Yeah. He's basically just calling calling Jeff He gay. said that he wants to be a ballerina. Yep. And his favorite something is something. I don't remember what that one was. Uh, his yeah. favorite cookie is oatmeal or something. I don't... It was completely worthless. Whatever. Yeah. Or he's allergic to something. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Um, but, uh, so, uh, and Spreck is really mean to Pierce in this scene. Mm. And it's weird, like, Pierce is actively trying to betray De- Jeff. Yeah. But you, st- I still felt bad for him, because Spreck is so mean to him. Because Spreck has that line, you're saying they voted you out of their group, 
Pierce says, yeah, and Spreck immediately comes back with what took them so long. Yeah. Like, Spreck is really good at playing this, the, this mean Dean. Uh-huh. Uh, and to the point where I actually felt bad for Pierce, even though he's literally actively trying to betray Jeff in this moment. I, I think... But I think it's deeper than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, as we find out at the end, there's some, there's a, I think there's a higher goal. Yeah. Uh, no, I actually no, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with you right now because I don't, I don't think this was part of his higher goal. I think it became that. I think. Pierce, I think Pierce wanted to win. I think Pierce wanted to win, but he didn't decide to do the right thing until the very end. I think this was part of the only higher goal here was to win. Okay. At this point. I'll I'll give you in, that. At this point in time. What I'm going to say is, I don't think... I think Pierce wasn't joining City College. No, I don't think he was joining City I think he was just doing whatever he could to survive. Yes. Which I th- I find that a bit admirable. <laughs> well, what, what separates man from Chang at that point? <laughs> man from Chang. Yeah. Um, so let's just. That's the up. opposite of admirable. That's what a rat does, Andrew. That's what a cockroach does. What are you talking about, admirable? He wants to survive. Betraying your friends and surviving at any cost is the opposite of admirable. But did he really betray Jeff? He gave them no information. He was trying. I think he was giving I don't all think the. Inf- he was trying. No, I think he was. I think. I think he, it was stalling. I don't think so. I think he knew he could stall. I think that was all the information he had on Jeff. I don't think so. All right. Uh, agree to disagree. Yeah. Okay, it's a paradox. Yeah. Um, so then Pierce, so the Dean Spreck leaves and says, "Ah, just shoot him." Yeah. And uh, he fakes a heart attack. He fakes a heart attack. And we don't actually see how he like gets the gun away from them, but we know when Pierce is faking a heart attack, he's gonna get over on the other guy. Yeah. Uh, which is he directly faked one in the last episode. Yeah, like this, this is was two in a row for him. This is now uh, a <laughs> to show how great he is, and also I think. Part of part of Pierce's goals with giving the fake information was to get more puddings. Yeah, I think I, I now as I think about it, he was enjoying some pudding in the scene. And there's, I think there's, if you go back, there's a lot of scenes where you see Pierce eating pudding. I think that's a character choice. <laughs> Is that true? I think it's true. You know, I, I, you know, I can't, I can't fault the man. I do. <laughs> I've been known to enjoy a cup of pudding myself. Uh, so at the library, yeah, the plan was. Lure the troops in. Yeah. They have the paint already plugged into the, the water supply. Yeah. Um, they're going to go into the study room, lock themselves in, and escape through the vents. Yes. Chang style. Chang style. Only problem is uh, Garrett, Garrett Lambert. Garrett Lambert was with them. He gets stuck in the vent, Winnie the Pooh style. Yeah. And so they need an alternate escape room. So they decide to just run for it. To shoot their way out. Shoot yeah. their way out. And they get trapped. Yes. There's a great moment here where they're all three trapped together. And uh, Abed and Annie agree to uh, cover Troy so that he can escape, so then at least one person can get out alive. Yeah. Uh, but he rounds a corner and finds just a, a group of stormtroopers staring him down. <laughs> and it's a very great dramatic scene when they all shoot him. And he, you know, he's, he he's does the shot. Godfather yeah. James Con death scene. Yeah. <laughs> where uh, really apparently scene. when you get shot, you just like look like you're electrified. Yeah. Uh, good <laughs> stuff there. Do you think he would? Would you give him points for that CFL style? No. No, because I, 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 you know what? It didn't remind me of the Godfather as much as it reminded me of a um, mouse dying in the Matrix, and I think uh, you don't think that's a reference either. Well, I think the point that, that it's that ambiguous proves that it's not mm. a reference to anything specifically. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So uh, also, technically, the stormtroopers who did it would get the points because they're the one who made the scenario happen. All right. 
All right, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. That's interesting. Should we, and it may not even come up in season six, but should we as allow people to choose a group? A storm stormtrooper as a group? Yeah. I think that's a case-by-case basis. Yeah. I think we'd allow it on that case. Okay. I think we would. Okay. But then, I mean, I don't want to jump ahead a little, but there's a character who dresses as a stormtrooper. Would things that he did while dressed up as a stormtrooper no. count? No. Because he's not part of the group? No. Okay. Uh, There's only one problem. You're not part of the group. What movie is that from? I don't even have a clue. I did. I gave a huge clue at the end of that. I mean, Wolverine? Well, Wolverine says that to Mystique in X-Men, the first film. Oh, okay. Uh, Mystique has disguised herself as Storm. She says, hey, we got to go back and regroup. And he says, only one problem. You're not part of the group. And then he stabs her in the stomach. That's a great movie. How did Mystique survive that? That's my question. I mean, he he probably missed some organs. He has like four? Three. Excuse you. He has four. like seven. <laughs> I mean, six total on both ends. He has like 25. But needles. she turned. Well, here's what she did. She They're turned. Needles, right? She, with her last bit of strength, she turned into a security guard. So when the police forces uh, arrived, they thought, oh, Wolverine stabbed the security guard. And they took her to the emergency room. Oh, so she got some good health care. And yeah. then she turned into, uh, you know, a doctor and then yeah. walked out. Yeah. And then she turned into. Uh, uh, the person on the street. We don't need to <laughs> follow this train. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, what am I saying? Plumbing. <laughs> it's hot in here. It is hot. Uh, so so Troy, Troy gets shot. He's out. There's a deleted scene where Starburns is with the group at this moment, yeah. and he says, hold on, I'll handle this. Yeah. He calls on the spirits of the elders. Yeah, the spirits of his elders. Which is which is just him high doing a weird dance, thinking it's effective when it's not. And he uh, he thinks that he makes it, and we kind of like we're seeing from his perspective like weird stuff happening. Yeah. But then you see that he just gets shot and yeah. he's out. Yeah. Um. So Troy's down. Yeah. Troy's down. Uh. Shirley has decided has t- taken it upon herself to escape on her own and pull yeah. the fire alarm just before she leaves. Yeah. Which is a big risk. Uh-huh. This is that whole debate. I, I, okay, here we go. I found myself recently on the IMDb message boards for the film Galaxy Quest, a film which I enjoy a lot. Okay. Are you familiar with this film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so one of the plot points of the film is there's this device that they don't know what it does. Yeah. And they think it's either it can either turn back time 13 seconds <laughs> enough time to correct a single mistake which tim allen says obviously because that's what they're going to do later in the film yeah or it'll blow up the universe yeah uh so it, uh in the film he decides to press that button and i saw someone do a vicious takedown of tim allen's character in galaxy quest and how selfish he was risking the universe to save just his crew in that moment um and i think that's the same dilemma shirley has and that she is risking the entire plan just to make it out herself. And like Galaxy Quest, it pays off. But maybe that's a kind of a selfish decision. What do you... What do you you're saying when she left the group to make it out, she wasn't going to pull a fire alarm on her way out? Or what? Well, no. She was, she, if she had gotten out before she pulled, could pull a fire alarm, she, she, once you're out, you have to leave. That's, that's uh, Them's the rules. My what? point is she was risking getting shot before she could oh, pull yeah, a fire yeah, alarm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it works out for her. Nucky is, he's, he wants to sit on me and then he doesn't want to sit on me. Uh, 
Nucky is my dog for the viewers who don't know. I don't no, know. No, no, no. We got we got uh <laughs> we got the actor who plays Nucky in here. And he likes <laughs> Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Uh anyway, I, I, this is just I only bring it up because this is like a common trope, and I know there's a weird section of people on the internet who are mad at these characters for making these types of decisions. Anyway, uh we we see Shirley does find a fire alarm. Yeah. Fire. And there's a dramatic yeah. moment right before she pulls a switch where uh, Abed and Annie are talking and how he won't be Han Solo once he's out of the game. Once, yeah. once Han Solo is dead, he's dead. He doesn't come back. Uh-huh. Um, so then Shirley does pull a fire alarm. Yeah. Dramatically runs out the hall before the spray can hit her, but it gets all the stormtroopers who are chasing her. Yeah. And uh, Abed and Annie share share a, a powerful kiss Yep. Uh, as the paint rains down upon them. Which we see... Up close and through a window in a yes. dramatic moment where the stormtroopers charge them because they're out of ammo. Yes. And uh, right before they can get shot by the stormtroopers, the, the paint rain falls. Yeah, and they have this this kiss, yep. which at the end of it, Abba just says, cool, and walks away <laughs> because he has completed his story arc. And then uh, Annie is left uh, kind of stunned and clearly very aroused. Yeah. I, I would just, that's how I would describe her face in yep. this scene. Yep. Um. Which is again, this is, you know, for those those Abani shippers out there. Right over here. This is a good episode to watch. Yep. Uh so Oh, uh then back over so we've completed library. Yeah, so that's the library. That's uh the let's go back. We're rewinding time thirteen seconds so that we <laughs> to can enough time to fix a single mistake. So that <laughs> as we, we can, all know. So that we can see what, what's going on uh on the, the affront yes. on the minigun. Yeah. So uh, Jeff tries to do a countdown, and then Vicky yeah. just kind of hops in. As a weird, uh, this is a reference to Leroy Jenkins. It was saying. Oh, really? Do you remember Leroy Jenkins? I mean, I now that you've said it, yes. Leroy Jenkins, for those for those not in the know, was a big uh, internet video of a a guild in World of Warcraft, uh, sort of really specifically making out these plans for an attack, and then just before they're they're about to finish making these very intricate plans. One member of the guild just runs into the room and shouts his own name, which is Leroy Jenkins, and causes trouble. It was a lot of fun. And then it's a weird thing where they're like, this is crazy, like, how weirdly big Leroy Jenkins was. Then there was, like, a rumored, not real, street drug named after him. Do you remember this? No. This was, like, one of those, cl- like, rainbow parties, like, something that, that is a big scare on yeah. the news, but it's not actually real. I like that thing where the, the bracelets, like, oh, if the kids wear a bracelet and you break one of the bracelets, like, you gotta have sex with you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the dr- that wasn't real, guys. No, no. It was not real, of course. <laughs> um, so, and the thing was, uh, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, I don't know if it's directly connected, because the drug, I believe, was called Leroy Jenkums. <laughs> but the idea was that, uh, and this is gonna get gross, the heads up. This scare that, that, again, never happened, obviously, when you hear what it is, was that uh, youths were fermenting feces, their own feces, in like a, in plastic bags in the sun because the gases released by feces could get you high. Okay. Uh, and it was supposed to cause brain damage as well. Um, but it's just so weird that, like, that was like a huge, like, Leroy Jenkins was like a huge thing and it even made it into this episode of community um it's just it's 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 weird it's a, it was a different time it's weird to think of yeah so 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 the joke becomes jeff jeff has a plan he's he's doing a countdown yeah. and then vicky just runs out shouting vicky yes uh so they they go they're shooting lots of actiony shooting shots yeah um 
Jeff Jeff hides behind a thing. Yeah, they're hiding behind because they still have the quad set up for the Western uh, event, the Western ice cream event. Yeah. So there's like haystacks everywhere. They're hiding haystacks, haystacks, tables, yeah. all kinds of stuff that they could kind of hide behind. Yeah. On their way up to the uh, the, ice cream, the ice cream van with yeah. the with the gun. Uh, so th- there's there's a part there's a lettered line in here somewhere where yeah. uh, they're they're talking about how well he says Brit- let's kick some taint in this scene. Okay, so but Brit- I think Britta's talking about how she's scared, or someone's talking about how they're scared. Well, I'll tell you who was talking about how they're scared they were. Who? Kendra with a Q. Oh, okay. Kendra with a Q is in this scene. Right, right, right. Who we all know I, I love because of her great line, I love footballs, <laughs> in a previous episode. Yeah. Kendra with a Q is back, which is great. Uh, so, she... <laughs> Leonard says... Uh, I'm I'm terrified, and I've I've been in most wars or something, right? Oh, yeah, that actually that was with Britta because there's two conversations wars. like this. There's Kendra and Jeff, yeah, and yeah. then Britta and Leonard. This yeah. is Britta and Leonard. Yeah, but he says I've been through several actual wars, and this is the most terrifying thing I've ever done, <laughs> which is great. There's another great Leonard moment here where they're talking about how uh, you know uh, we'll, we'll after this we'll meet up at Denny's. Yeah, like that's the big dramatic thing, you know, like like meet me at the beaches is the thing in Saving Private Ryan, I believe. Sure, sure. Uh, they're just we're gonna meet at Denny's, and um, Leonard reveals that he is banned from a certain Denny's, and they hope and he hopes they don't go to that one. Um, well, Jeff says to him, "Then I'll see you in hell." <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is great. <laughs> um, so then they they con- continue to storm uh, the thing. Everyone goes down with Britta. Um, yeah, it, here's here's how I'll put it. Jeff's the first out of yeah. the of the study group. Yes, Jeff is the first out. No, Troy was out at this point. I think. Nope, I have written down chronologically. Huh. In the scenes, I know we talked about the library huh. already. Didn't, huh. mean, didn't think that would confuse you. No, I didn't. I'm not. I'm not confused with that. I genuinely I didn't think you were a simple man. Shut the fuck up. I genuinely thought Troy goes down first, even with the. Uh, uh, in the episode, not not in our talking about it. I know, I'm just joking. Uh, the, <laughs> I know. The, I was joking when I said shut the fuck up for the record. Okay, I was joking when I said no. <laughs> How far back can we go with the jokes? It turns out we're not friends. It was all just one joke. <laughs> turns out this isn't a up. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you have schizophrenia. You should really get that looked at. Well, who, which is real of us two people? I, I mean, the person listening right now. The, they're listening oh, to neither of us is real. Yeah. That's what you're saying. We're we, both figments. Uh, in some person's subconscious. Yeah. We're Tommy Westfallians. Well, sorry, Jim Mayfield. If we have a listener named Jim Mayfield, it's going to be great. You might have freaked him out. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Jeff is the first out. Yes. Chronologically. Then then we get through the stuff with Troy, Annie, and Abed getting out because of uh, Troy gets shot, and then Annie and Abed are in the paint storm. Yeah. Uh, we see Leonard gets out. Yeah. Uh, Kendra, I think we even see get shot. A lot of, a lot of people getting hit with paintballs. Yes. It's a massacre. And then everyone comes and gathers to see, to watch Britta's last stand. Yeah. Britta, uh, it looks bad. Yeah. And then Shirley comes out of nowhere in the cart. Yes. That she drove when she was a security. When she was working double badass with, uh, Annie. Yeah. And she, she, cause the cart has a windshield. Yeah. She's shielded on at least one side, if not two. Yeah. Uh, from paintballs. So she comes in, she gives a gun. She has an extra gun, which she gives to Britta. And she says, let's do this. Yep. And so they... They, they charge, firing off on both sides. Uh, Britta gets hit. But Shirley, Shirley delivers. Britta takes out the Gatling person. Yeah. 
But then she, Britta gets hit by a second gunman. Yeah. On on the grassy knoll. Yes. Shirley takes out that gunman. And they've won? Question mark. Yeah. Shirley gets Is what out. They think. She says, "We did it. We won." And everyone cheers. Everyone cheers. Yeah, including Busy Phillips Spre- and the other guy. I don't Busy care Phillips about. and the other guy from Cougar Town appear in this episode. In this, yeah. Uh, and then it's revealed there are a couple more stormtroopers that come out of the van and get Shirley. Yeah. And then they're celebrating. They're celebrating. And then a third stormtrooper appears. Yeah. Shoots them both, takes off his helmet, reveals himself to be none other than Pierce Hawthorne. Yep. Yeah. He did it. Yeah. And he is going to give the money to the school. Yeah, he says, sign that check over to Greendale. Yeah. And then Dean Pelton faints yep. <laughs> delightfully. Yes. Uh, everyone cheers. Everyone's happy. This is where we see Busy Phillips and the other guy. Yeah. Uh, I think we see them a couple of times. Yeah, this is their crap, prominent we see, shot. Yeah, we see a close-up on them, too. Uh, and then we get to the, you know, the denouement. Yeah, which is them in the study room. Yep. Everything's covered in paint. Uh, Everyone's still covered in paint. Yep. Annie is trying to flirt with Abed. According to the commentary, uh, uh, Allison Bree had a a meltdown. Yes. Well, this I thought that was before. I thought that was it, when it they was were before, the but it was it's related to this whole. Yeah. They've been wearing paint for hours and hours and yeah, hours. Yeah. And Joel McHale like saw her on the monitor. And was like, oh, you look really pretty right now. Genuinely says. Yeah, because she did like you know some the lighting. She just she looked really good in that moment. Uh huh. And then, but uh, and then Allison Bree thought he was being sarcastic. And just had a total meltdown because it because they had like stayed up all night. They had been covered in pain for hours, and she just could not handle it anymore. Which yeah. you know, I can't blame her. I can't either. Uh, so they they're meeting in the study room. Yeah, Annie is trying to flirt with Abed, but he is no longer in. He's done. Bed. Yeah, but he has one gift, which this was a really nice moment. I thought then with a I mean, nice it doesn't joke, pay off, with a nice yeah. joke attached, where he he gives her the vest so she can kind of have this memento of their time together. And then she catches one whiff of it and says, ooh, Starburns. Yeah. Because it's Starburns' vest, as we all remember. And instead of deodorant, he uses some kind of crystal. Those are real. What? People use crystals for smells. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even. Yeah, I'm sorry. Crystals? Yeah. I don't know how they work. I haven't looked into it because it's obviously it stupid. You know, I, I or don't. Or you just put it near it. Is it like mothballs? You just put it in the pocket? It might be like mothballs. It might be some kind of uh, spiritual thing. Oh, boy. The the energy yeah. from the uh, from the old crystal. I'm going to Google deodorant the... crystal and see if I can get some more information on here. Uh, so basically, also in the scene, Pierce is not at the study group table as they're trying to decide what class to take. Yeah. Uh, Jeff actually concedes to Troy to make the decision. I'm looking at deodorantstones.com right now. Good. Uh, this is a whole new world. They're Thai. It, it advertises. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how these work. Um, Starburns apparently does. Okay. Sorry. Well, maybe he doesn't because it's not working. True. So anyway. Okay, uh, this is interesting. Uh-oh. I'm sorry. What? Uh, one of the questions is, what is alum? Is it the same as aluminum? I don't know what's going on on this site. Yeah, I don't want to know. So, uh, Troy, they don't decide on what class to take in the fall semester, mm-hmm. which they clearly say fall semester. We're yeah. going from spring to fall here. Yeah. I say this because there are several times where you mm-hmm. have denied mm-hmm. that they go through full years mm-hmm. while at Greendale. Mm-hmm. Not, well, this season they do. Every season. This they season do, except they do. Except for season four. This season they do. And maybe five. Some seasons they don't. Uh... 
I'm going to say the three seasons that aired by the time we started having this argument, they had all been full years. Listen, all I know is some seasons they do, some seasons they don't. Hey, boo-boo. Are we going to steal any picnic <laughs> baskets today? Uh, what are... Whoa, we got some dog action going on here. Uh, Pretty was getting into Nucky's space. Nucky did not appreciate that. I apologize for you having to hear that. I've got one final note here. Let me try to... All right. Oh, when now, Pierce... Uh, okay, Pierce so, walks in. Yeah, and my note is about this. He says he's walking... He's, he's coming to look for his day planner. Yeah. So, I can't remember if it's Jeff or Annie. They say there's no day planner. Yeah. But there is. He, I, he goes to leave, and yeah. Jeff, Jeff pulls a, a famous Pierce weight. Yeah. I think this is, that's like a Jeff thing. Yeah. No matter whose name, but it's, uh, wait. Yeah. And then he does a speech. Yes. Uh, and then Pierce gives his own speech, explaining why he's leaving the group. It's a very dramatic, well done by Chevy moment. And then he leaves to, quote, go drink a bottle of wine in his bathing suit. <laughs> Which is perfect. <laughs> yeah, um, they give him the opportunity to come back to the group. Yeah. And he says no. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, in the in our timeline, yeah, of being a community fan, yeah, uh, I think we honestly didn't know what was going on with Pierce. Yeah, uh, I was definitely very curious to see what would happen in season three when that started. I remember, and I think our expectations were at a at a strange place where yeah. I think it was out there that maybe Chevy Chase didn't like working on the show. Yeah, I think maybe it was out there that he he was too big. Maybe too expensive. Who knows? Well, I mean, before that, before Community was it was kind a of show, a git. Well, before and before Community was a show, you know, it was a well-known rumor that Chevy was hard to work with. Yeah. Uh, so there was there was a lot of things playing into this idea that maybe Pierce would be gone. Yeah. For the next season. So Tune yeah. in to our season three coverage after season six to find out if he stuck around. Uh, but also, I think we're gonna. I think we should cover that in our next our next episode. We're gonna do a season uh, two wrap up. Yeah, I think we should cover some of that there. Yeah. Uh, but that'll be next week. Yes. Uh, the, let's talk about the tag. Or did you have a note that mm. I missed? Or did you nope. get the note? The note was that Pierce says, uh, "I'm gonna go to drink wine in my bathing suit," which I love. That's such a perfect oh, okay. Pierce activity. Uh, so the tag, I, I think, is actually really great. Yeah. Uh, Abed, he tells the story of paintball to Jared, the janitor, who's yeah. cleaning up the paintball, the mess. paintball mess. Yeah, and he's drinking like a nice coffee. Yeah, and he has nowhere to put it at the end. So Jared says, "Oh, just put that anywhere." Yeah, and to which Abed does just set it on the ground. Yep, clearly not getting that he's being sarcastic. Yep, um, which is great. And as they point out in the commentary, a weird meta thing where they're filming that scene in front of crew members who really do have to clean the set afterwards. So they were they were living that as they were filming it. Yeah, it's really funny. Great tag. Great show. Dan and it was, you know, we love Jerry, we love Jerry the janitor. Yeah, I love Jerry janitor. That was, there was a great moment on a recent Harmontown. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, where somehow uh, Dan was saying he, he, how he, he likes to ask black people questions on stage because, you know, he only has five black friends and he can't bother them all the time. And then he further said, you know, somewhere Jerry the janitor, Jerry Minor is saying, we're not friends, <laughs> which was really great. <laughs> The great Harmontown wow. moment. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, uh, we didn't mention this at the top of the show, but before we get into plugs, yeah. or leading into plugs, yeah. uh, this actual weekend is Communicon. Yes. Um, yes. We will not be there. Nope. 
but we we hope that if you wanted to go, you get the chance. Yeah. And if you have the time, you get to go. Yeah. Uh, we hear it's a fun time. Yeah. Uh, so we've heard. And so if anything comes out of that, you know, we'll be we'll tell you about it next week. Yeah. In, in whatever community news format we have. Yeah. Uh, so everyone, you know, it's, it's I don't think it's too late to buy tickets if you if you want. I don't believe so. Well, yeah. actually, this episode will come out Thursday. I don't know. It might be too late. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a that should be a good time. Yeah, do for it. everyone who who can get to Glendale. <laughs> yeah. Uh, plugs. Are we there? Yeah. Do Are your, we there yet? Do your plugs. Are we there yet? Do your plugs. Are we there yet? Do your plugs. I'm gonna tell you. What are you gonna tell me about? About a podcast. What kind of podcast is this? It it features one of us. Get the fuck out of here. In fact, I'm on this podcast. What? I'm there. Yeah. Uh, Matt Esposito. Oh, that guy. Jordan Scott. Oh, I love him. Thomas Willett. What a guy. And oh, wait, maybe maybe you're there sometimes. That's a familiar face to me. Yeah. And it's called Nerd's Eye View. What? It's if you want to hear about movies, yeah. You should go listen to it. If you I mean, if you listen to this show, you like TV. Yeah. It therefore stands to reason that you might also like movies. Yeah. Every week on Nerd's Eye View, uh we it's basically everything you need to know about the movies that week. Yeah. Box office. BO. We got, we got. We know Starburns has a problem with that, but we're not talking about body odor. No, we're talking about box offices. Uh, just be crystal clear. There it is. Uh, <laughs> talk about new releases on DVD. Yeah, what's coming out? We Andrew, do, we do a review of a new film in you, theaters. You're not just telling you what's out; you're telling you what it's if it's good or whatever. And then we look at what's coming out the next weekend. Yeah, and we, you know, we're a little bit clairvoyant. Yeah. We tell you how that movie ends. It's a little bit wacky. It's a little bit fun. I mean, and we call little... it Guess the End. True. Yeah. So it's a it's a great show. I think you should check it out. Yeah. I think you're going to like it. Where are you going to find this show? NEVpodcast.com what? is the website. Where can, Any other places? BenViewNetwork.com slash NEV. What about NEV. Like some kind of application you might have made by Apple where you can also find the show? I mean, it's on iTunes. Yeah. Of course. You probably get it on like some kind of streaming. It's, it's on Stitcher. Sure. Nice. And it's on Twitter. What? Yeah, What's, where where can, is that on Twitter? You can Twitter? tweet at us at any podcast. That's nuts. Yes, yeah. we're living in the future. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's another podcast that I do. Uh, I also write. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug my writing right mm. now. I do a little writing. A bit of a write uh, for a website that you might have heard of called Agents of Guard. Yeah, that's agentsofguard.com. G U A R D. Yes, that's I didn't nice. know how much you were gonna spell. <laughs> Well, I mean, I started, started at, the, at end. the end. Yeah, I thought you were going to then go Jinx, back. Jinx, I love you. It's that thing. <laughs> uh, I'm locked in to write... Locked in? Every week. Mark Marin said, lock the gates. You said, okay. Yeah, locked in to write every week about a new show called Gotham in mm. an article, uh, a series that I'm calling Got Ham. Because it's about police officers. Yeah, police. And you're a, a, an offensive person. Got Ham? Uh, so check that out, please. Yeah. <laughs> Agentsofguard.com. Uh, it's it's usually right on the front page because it's every week it's new. <laughs> uh, and I think that's it for me. And my personal Twitter, at SameCool11. Yup. Uh, go to BenViewNetwork.com. Check out all the shows on there. I, I do some of them, like Benson's Boombox and Popsicles and Matt and Breno's Wrestling Show. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter. I'm at Dr. Matt Benson. That's D-R Matt Benson. You can follow this show on Twitter. It is at ShutUpLenPod. You can write us an email, uh, ShutUpLeonardPodcast at gmail.com. And you can and should 
Do things on iTunes, like write us a review, rate us, subscribe to us, do all that. You want a shout-out, you got a shout-out, just do something where we know your name. We'll give you a little shout-out shout, shout out on the show. It's fun. Everyone likes it. Happy times. Shut up, Leonard. Oh, wait, hold on. Undo. Speak, Leonard. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I don't know when it'll be up, uh, but I will also have an, an article on Agents of Guard out soon. It's about wrestling. If you like wrestling, you can read my article on agentsofguard.com. It'll be on there. Check that out. And that now I'm done for realsies. Shut up, Leonard. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at benviewnetwork.com.